Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So a ring worth 750,000 euros went missing at the Ritz Hotel in Paris. And amazingly, it has been found. Right. The owner, a Malaysian businesswoman who was a guest at the hotel, had filed a complaint with the police after suspecting it had been stolen. Luckily, luckily, Ritz security guards found the ring. Right? (laughs) Where did they find it? Well, it was among the dust in a vacuum bag. Oh, was it? Was it in a vacuum bag? (laughs) Okay. All right. So the newspaper reported this, said that uh, the guest had traveled to London uh, on Friday and then uh, went back to Malaysia, but will now return to Paris to get her ring. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I would let go ahead and let Ritz just you know pop that in the mail for me anyway it's only worth 750,000 euros in a statement uh, the hotel said thanks to the meticulous work of security guards the ring was found this morning and we would like to thank the staff at the Ritz Paris who mobilized for this search and who work each day with integrity and professionalism Uh uh-huh the businesswoman told the police that she left the ring on a table in her hotel room when she went shopping in the city for a few hours who doesn't leave the seven hundred and fifty thousand dollar i'm sorry seven hundred fifty thousand euro ring just sitting on the table that's all just leave it here uh it was not the first time that jewelry has been reported missing at the hotel huh that is weird. Uh, the a Saudi royal family reported a theft of hundreds of thousands of pounds worth of jewelry in uh, her hotel room suite. I wonder if they found that in the vacuum bag. I, I don't think so. And now this, uh, the hotel was also robbed of uh, jewelry too at the shop inside the hotel a few years ago as well i don't know that that had anything to do with the employees but it is interesting that uh, it has happened before at the ritz in paris and we just happened happened to find the ring in the dust of the vacuum bag man that is good work good work to the security and the cleaning team at the ritz in paris because I'm sure that's exactly where it was found because anytime that you clean up a room, you always sweep the top of the table, right? (laughs) So here's a good rule of thumb. And this is just, you know, maybe a helpful hint from me. Whenever you're vacationing anywhere and you have a ring worth 750,000 euros, Maybe not leave it on the table when you go out shopping. Uh, Just maybe, I don't know, put it in the safe. Because you never know when the cleaning crew is going to come and sweep the table. (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Good news for the Boston Public Library. Uh, They have had an album returned. Uh, after almost 50 years ago and uh, now they have it back uh the anthology by junior walker and the all-stars a motown record says it was borrowed from the eagleston square branch and was due back by october 27th 
1976. So it's been a few years. Uh, I don't know, like 50 uh, when it was checked out and they have finally uh, had it returned. Librarian uh, Shane Gellerman at the Jamaica Plain Branch, and I love the Jamaica Plain Branch Library in Boston, uh, said it just showed up in the Dropbox last week. Not sure who dropped it off or exactly when. The libraries don't have some kind of cameras uh, on their drop boxes. Just a thought. And anyway, she said uh, we were checking things in and it was sitting at the bottom. Uh, we had a book sale the same day, so we've been getting lots of donations. Maybe they thought it was a good time to return an old item. And uh, the punch card in the records jacket, I guess, could hold a clue. Uh, however, uh, the machines uh, they, that read the punch cards, yeah, they don't, they don't have those anymore. Uh, they don't know how to work it. Uh, there's no machines, and it's all computerized. So they have no idea uh, who checked it out. So we're just happy to get it back. One of the interesting things I found about the Boston Public Library system, uh, they stopped charging late fees in April of 2021. So the person who had the record doesn't owe any money anyway. Um. Do you think maybe they would owe it from, I don't know, 76 to April of 2021? And then whatever fees they would have been accrued after April of 2021 wouldn't be charged. But that's that's silly. I know. That's just silly. So congratulations to the Boston Library System for getting back their Motown record uh, that was checked out and due back October 27th, 1976. I guess it's just going to go into some local history collection since they don't even check out albums anymore or records at the library. They haven't done that for many, many years as well. So good to have that LP back. And it looks like we have flying cars, finally, that are actually working. The world's first flying car recently completed its first flight in Moses Lake, Washington, at the Grant County International Airport. The aircraft, known as Switchblade, was designed by aircraft maker Samson Sky. It's a street-legal, three-wheeled vehicle that can convert into a flying aircraft in less than three minutes comes with two retractable wings and a tail that collapse into the body. The flying car can seat two passengers, I bet there's no fat guy seating, and reportedly has enough room to hold two overnight bags. Maybe you get a fat guy in there, but you can only hold one overnight bag. Anyway, uh, Switchblade has the ability to travel 125 miles an hour on the road, uh, you would get a ticket, and 190 miles an hour in the air, as well as reaching 13,000 feet above sea level, the report also mentioned that it can get 700 miles on a single tank of gas and 450 miles if the pilot decides to take it to the air. Wow. So uh, you can purchase one of these. Uh, it's going to cost about $170,000. That's not bad, actually. But you're going to have to build more than half of the vehicle yourself. <laughs> so you can, you can get it. Uh, it's like a kit car. For 170,000 bucks, and then you can, you know, go ahead and build it yourself. Plus, uh, if you want to fly one, you must have a private pilot license. Yeah, good luck with that. If I buy that uh, pilot license or not, I'm going to go ahead and fly it. So there's 2,300 people from 57 countries who have already reserved one of these flying cars. Really incredible. Now, will it just be an experimental craft or is it going to be, you know, an actual transportation vehicle? 
or is this going to be, you know, a toy for the hoity-toity? Well, uh, we'll see. Plus, they are they are going. We've talked about this before on this very show. Uh, they're going to have to deal with. Uh, rules laws regulations all of that because you can't have with all the drones we have flying around delivering goods and and then we have you know actual i don't know airlines flying in and out of cities and now you're going to have flying cars yeah no there's got to be there's got to be something uh, there's got to be rules and regulations you're not going to be able to take it up inside the city or within you know a certain distance from airports that's why i said all along uh well they should just contact me uh email me chewing the fat at the or reach out to me on social media and uh, i'll be happy to uh, sit in on any of your meetings because what needs to happen is that these vehicles if they become uh, you know actual part of our lexicon here in the u.s or around the world they need to be outside of city limits so you would build an area uh outside of the city where you could pull over turn into a flying aircraft and take off and then you could only go so high uh and you could only go so high and then before you get into your uh, the next city you have to land turn into a car and go you know drive on the street it's the way it's got to be done there's no way they can have these things flying around the cities they just can't you know, as cool as it is, uh, and as much as fun as I'd like to say, you know, I'd like to have one, uh, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, I'm not going to be flying 13,000 feet above sea level. I'm sure there's some kind of weight limit on that bad boy. Yeah, we're only getting up to about five or six with you, okay? <laughs> uh, and and uh, the gas mileage isn't going to be as, as good as, as we said it was because it's heavier to fly. But... There's, you're going to have all of that issue to deal with, and it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be easy. People are going to be pissed, and that's just the way it is. But that's what has to happen because there's no way that we can have these kind of vehicles flying around the city when we expect to have airlines uh, be safe. Uh, we can't fly drones around airports, and we've got a, we've got drones delivering packages uh, around the country now. And now we're going to have the flying cars in the air. Got to be. I'm not. I'm not a fan of rules and regulations and laws, but there does have to be some guidelines for this. And uh, I'm happy to be a part of it for you if you'd like. No? Well, I'm here anyway if you need me. All right, let's talk about your skin. You know, your skin that uh, gets clean with that store-bought soap that you buy, but it also dries out. And then you have to buy other products from the same company that you bought your store-bought soap from. Uh, they're lotions that uh, make your skin soft because their other product makes your skin hard and crusty. Yeah, you don't want that. What you do want is Quinn Pittman's goat soap. Uh, soap doesn't make your skin feel dry and rough when it's made the right way, and that's with goat's milk. That's what Quinn Pittman discovered when he first started learning about soap, and he's been making it the right way ever since if you want your skin to be clean but also to retain its moisture you need goat soap and you'll want quinn's goat soap so you go to qpgoatsoap.com use the offer code jeffy and get 10 percent off your total order look uh they've got a wide range of fragrances seasonal scents uh, it's the holiday season it's a great time to uh there's a great time to get your uh holiday scents s c-e-n-t-s uh for your home and uh, use uh, qpgoatsoap.com as your gift 
website yes that's what i'm talking about <laughs> they have the shampoo bars uh, they have laundry soap it's awesome plus uh it's really good for your skin i told you about my wife's granddaughter who has some eczema issues and the goat soap uh helps her out uh incredibly so go to qpgoatsoap.com qpgoatsoap.com use the offer code jeffy you're going to get 10 percent off the total order qpgoatsoap.com use the offer code jeffy and get that 10 percent off your total order and realize finally find out uh the the greatness that is quinn Pittman's goat soap qpgoatsoap.com all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately hey if you need me involved in anything as i stated earlier you can always email the show chewing the fat at the blaze.com happy to be here for you i see all the emails come through thank you uh you know i'm willing to uh, sit in on the flying car rules and regulations but uh you know you got to email me chewing the fat at the blaze.com now you could uh, direct message me on one of my social media sites uh, at jeffy jfr on x jeff fisher radio on facebook and instagram you can follow me on youtube chewing the fat with jeff fisher so there are ways that you can contact me if you would like my help in, in anything really but for sure for the flying cars uh, I'm, I'm i'm here for you and you can always order a cameo from me if the flying car people would like me to do a cameo for them just at jeffy jfr tell me what you'd like happy sad mad mean and uh, i'd be happy to do it for you that's not free cost money but uh, it's a way for you to reach out to me uh, cameo at jeffy jfr so i watched a couple of movies this weekend uh, i watched uh, equalizer 3 again my wife was a little angry with me since i purchased it It was available to purchase and I, I didn't have a copy i saw it at the theater i'm ready to see it again apparently there was a well there was some kind of present for the holidays coming up with the equalizer 3 involved in that so <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, she's uh, unhappy with uh, seeing the seeing the 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 charge come through <laughs> from this weekend. But I ended up I watched that; it was great. I mean, Denzel is awesome, and I watched Bruce Willis live for your Die Hard. So the next to last Die Hard, uh, I hadn't watched it all the way through in quite some time, and you know, I just was I was sitting there and. Uh, I was like okay i'll watch it and uh it was awesome i mean i i love those i love the series and bruce willis is the man and uh and the live free or die hard timothy oliphant is the bad guy and it's you know i enjoy the heck out of it so then today i see a story about bruce willis and he's they're unsure how long he has left oh my man i love bruce willis uh he's not in who died today yet but he is battling uh the front temporal dementia i want to make sure i pronounce that correctly and he's not doing well at all his health has deteriorated significantly over the last few weeks more bad days than good very very sad but he's living with the entire extended family uh, he's got the new wife and the kids. He's got Demi and the old kids and uh, their significant others. They're all living, all milking Bruce's money. <laughs> I mean, they're living with him to take care of him. That's what they're doing. Uh, so uh, he's got them all there. They're all rallying around him. 
Uh-huh. And uh, once he was diagnosed, everyone came together to keep his memory of the family intact and to be there as a constant reminder. Sherry has 24-hour care with uh, nurses and doctors, but we want to be here, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure, no matter how crazy Bruce gets with the, what is it again? I want to make sure I pronounce it correctly, frontotemporal dementia, that he doesn't uh, change anything in the old will. But I'm sure it's just I'm sure they're there to take care of him. Stop it! They all love him. I see the pictures that they post uh, of them with Bruce, and uh, you know they post some old photos of Bruce when he was in his heyday when the kids were real little. And uh, then they also post pictures of Bruce today. And uh, it's really, really, really sad. I don't wish this on anyone uh, for sure. But uh, they've been very public about his dementia. And they want to take what they're struggling with and help other people and turn it around. And so it's, you know, it's just sad. And I don't want anything bad to happen to him. But I don't want him to suffer forever either. But the whole family is there. The whole kit and caboodle he's got uh emma the wife now and their two daughters mabel and Evelyn, and evelyn and then he's got demi moore and their three daughters and i see in the picture that their daughters have their significant others there too so it's a, just a one you know it's one happy family all living in, i think they're in demi's place which i'm sure bruce probably paid for i know demi's made a lot of money but she has not made bruce willis money so uh, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure they're getting a fine little, you know, payment from the Bruce Willis trust. But that's okay. I mean, that's what he made the money for. I just it's sad to see him suffer like that. Okay, so I see where Paramount Plus will officially become a linear cable channel next month. It's going to be, uh, we talked about it being uh, them uh, coming together with Showtime. So I guess it's 100% official now. Uh, It's going to get rebranded as Paramount Plus with Showtime. (laughs) Okay, that took some time. I'm sure we sat around the table for a while. What should we call it? Uh, Paratime Plus. No. Uh, show mount plus no how about just plus no so uh it's already used on the streaming side as names go and it's well i mean i don't know if it's better than max it's still hbo everyone calls it hbo it's just silly that it's max so anyway it's going to be paramount plus with showtime huh man that is that's genius right there and i see where um the Golden Globes were announced. I guess they're doing a revamped January 7th award show. Uh, okay. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, Oppenheimer, I think, was up for eight Golden Globes. And uh, Barbie uh, led the nominations with nine Golden Globe nominations. All right, fine. We'll see. It's the 81st golden globes it's going to be the first major broadcast of the award season on cbs don't even have a host yet so we'll see what happens with the award show we'll get into the breakdown of the golden globes at a later date i've got to dig into who they're who's the front runners there but it got me thinking about ratings for these award shows they should just do what i said they should do and everything should just be on social media but i was thinking uh this past sunday night as uh, i was getting ready to watch a little bit of the uh 
Eagles-Cowboys game on Sunday Night Football, I see a promo for a Grammy salute to 50 years of hip-hop. Man, did I want to watch that. But the football game was on. So what are you going to do? As I'm watching, and I wondered, well, I wonder if anyone is watching the Grammy salute to 50 years of hip-hop. Well, a little over 3 million viewers watched a Grammy salute to 50 years of hip-hop. For the NFL Eagles and Cowboys game, it uh, had over 20 million people watching. So just a tad bit of difference with what was happening. Plus... And when you go back earlier, Football Night in America had 11 million. NFL Overrun uh, with some of the earlier games had 23 million. So, and I'm sure those numbers for the Eagles Cowboys game would have been more had the game been closer. But uh, the Cowboys uh, did some damage on the Eagles on that Sunday night game. But I'm just saying, uh, perhaps the Golden Globes should uh, rethink how they're going to give us the 81st Golden Globes uh, because uh, not a lot of people care anymore. Well, that's not true. Uh, We do care about the award show, but we just don't care to see all the hoity-toits together drinking and partying and, you know, touching each other and uh, glad-handing each other. Just, we, we see it all year. Just tell us about the awards and let's move on with our lives. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So those of you that use Venmo to purchase goods from Amazon, eh, you're going to have to find another way. The company announced that uh, no, that would no longer accept Venmo at checkout. Huh. So PayPal owns Venmo. Uh, so they are like, uh, hello, what's going on? So Amazon notified the users that it will soon stop accepting Venmo as a payment method as of January 10th. So you can still use Venmo through the holidays and through the first of the year. Uh, I guess they said that they will still accept Venmo debit and credit cards. But then uh, Venmo announced Uh, the move in a separate notice posted to its website. Uh, Venmo could no longer be added as a payment method. It will remain available to users who currently have it enabled uh, in their Amazon wallet. Oh, so if you do not have it enabled, you can't use it. (laughs) So good luck, God bless, to those of you that thought uh, you'd be able to purchase your Amazon products with Venmo, because that ain't happening anymore. Sorry about it. Plus, companies are laying off people, too. It's always, uh, this is time of year when you think, why why do companies do it at the holidays? Because that's when they do it. So Spotify is laying off, no, I'm sorry, cutting these jobs. Uh, About uh, 800 employees, Spotify has already dismissed this year in two waves of layoffs, uh, partly because of investors, disappointment with the big bet on podcasting, and uh, so they want to make some profits. They're laying off another 
1,500 employees. Oh, okay. Uh, the CEO, Daniel Eck, announced that uh, the company would be cutting 17% of its workforce in order to hit financial targets. Oh, that's special. Stellantis, uh, the parent company of Jeep, says it may cut nearly 4,000 jobs due to reduced vehicle demand. And they are blaming it on California's strict emissions regulations, putting the company at a disadvantage. Huh. I wonder why that is. Plus, I mean, nobody is buying your product, right? We also know that, uh, I found this really weird, that, uh, and I don't know why, I just, I saw the headline, I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um, 75%, that's the combined market value three European food delivery companies, Delivery Hero, Just Take Away, and Deliveroo, have lost they have lost 75% of the market value. Nobody wants to have their food delivered in Europe. <laughs> or at least no one wants it delivered from Delivery Hero, Just Eat, Takeaway, and Deliveroo. Wow, in the last couple of years. That's, uh, that's pretty amazing. Now, on the other hand, or really the other continent, uh, U.S. job openings hit a two-year low. Uh, another sign of the cooling labor market. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, you didn't really want a job anyway, right? Uh, available positions in the U.S. dropped to 8.7 million in October. That's still, still a lot of jobs, but it's the lowest since 2021. And uh, so we'll see how that goes uh, as uh, you know, people still need to work. And there are jobs out there for you to get. I guess there's jobs out there for you to get. That's what they claim. I see a lot of help wanted signs and they never go away. So does that mean that no one was taking the jobs or does that mean those are just false ads saying, yeah, we're going to tell people we want to, uh, we need them. We need them to come here and come in and work for us, but we're just not going to hire anybody because we can't really afford it. I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is I continue to see help wanted signs. I continue to hear and read stories of people complaining that they can't find good help, that they there's not enough help in whatever store they're talking about, and yet no one is filling those jobs. So is it that no one is filling those jobs or they aren't filling those jobs? I know. I know. It's just me asking stupid questions. All right, let's go to the courts. Man, there is a lot going on in the courts. I could do probably a whole show on all the court cases that are going on that are interesting court cases, or at least interesting to me. But for sure, we found out that uh, Fortnite, the maker uh, that uh, had been up against Google with the antitrust suit, uh, the landmark verdict, the jury in the Epic Games lawsuit against Google over the fees charged by Google Play Store, found that the tech giant was operating an illegal monopoly. Although Google has said it will challenge the decision. Duh. And a judge has not yet ruled what penalty may be appropriate. It's possible that Google will have to make significant changes on how it runs the App Store. If Epic uh, being involved in a major antitrust lawsuit sounds familiar, that's because it seems uh, they've been broiled in a similar year-long battle against Apple, though it's been less successful so far. So that's still, I mean, they're still ongoing. Plus, uh, United States District Judge James Donato, I love him, uh, I guess he identifies as a him, uh, claimed there is disturbing evidence that the technology company, Google, erased internal chat logs and instructed employees to label some documents as privileged and confidential. 
So that'll go over good. That will go over good. Also, I see where Meta and uh, the CEO, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, were slapped with a civil lawsuit by the state of New Mexico that claims Facebook and Instagram have become a marketplace for predators in search of children upon whom to prey. Not really sure what can become of that, but that's what the lawsuit says. Uh, And Zuckerberg, uh, and this happened, uh, I don't know, about the same time, uh, he sold some stock uh, for the first time since uh, 2021. He unloaded uh, $185 million worth of shares after holding on to all his stock while the company struggled in 2022. Yeah, so he uh, didn't sell anything in 2021, or he sold some in 2021, then he kept it for uh, through 2022, and then he was like, "Yeah, I've got to, uh, I got to put some money in, uh, in the ground so that I have some cash because of all these lawsuits coming down. So I got to go ahead and sell 185 million, man. Which I, I do wish, <laughs> and I know it's just me. I, you know, you obviously would not feel this way uh, listening to chewing the fat, but uh, I wish it was me that was able to sell 185 million dollars worth of shares." <laughs> because uh company struggling or not i'm selling hey if you've seen the uh russian opposition figure to vladimir putin alexei nevlani uh he's been uh, in a penal colony, colony east of moscow on an array of charges uh-huh uh he's not uh, he's not been seen he's missing so the 47 year old was due to appear via video for a court hearing uh, but failed to show up and his attorneys have been unable to get in touch with him for uh, the past week or two so and the penal colonies where he's supposed to be at they don't have him listed as an inmate so he's just missing poof (laughs) not funny at all uh vlad is just making sure he goes away uh just disappear this guy so he's been in prison since 2021 yeah hello he was scheduled to transfer to a higher security penal colony after being sentenced in august to 19 years in prison on extremism charges i mean vlad just puts you away it's almost uh sounds familiar uh, what's happening in Russia to him and what's happening here in the United States these days, doesn't it? No, no, that's just silly. Uh, we wouldn't throw opposition government people in jail, would we? No. He, uh, he'd he already been serving a 12-year prison term for other charges, including fraud. His, dispi- his disappearance comes as uh, Putin... Uh, what? what he, he's starting a new presidential campaign? <laughs> so that's just a coincidence. Uh, Vlad, I'm sure, will win uh, overwhelmingly his fifth term as a president of Russia without any opposition. Funny, funny how that happens. Man, it sounds a lot like what's going on in other places around the world, but not here. Not here, my friends. So those of you uh, listening live, today is the 12th of December, 2023. And yesterday we talked about the decision by the Texas Supreme Court that overturned the lower court ruling that allowed this pregnant woman in Texas to get an emergency abortion under the medical exception for the state's near totally abortion ban. 
Well, I questioned the thought, why doesn't, if she needed it so bad, and uh, it's so difficult to go, I don't know, to the next state over. You want to kill that kid? Go to the next state. There are states that you can go to to kill your babies. I'm not arguing uh, that. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, you can't go there to have an abortion. I'm sorry, not kill your babies. Have an abortion. (laughs) Silly me. Thinking an abortion is killing a baby. Uh, So we find out now that she did do that. Uh, After the ruling from the Texas Supreme Court, the lawyers for Kate Cox said in a court filing that she had left the state to obtain the abortion, but nonetheless wanted to pursue the case. Now, she said her fetus had a fatal diagnosis and that her health was at risk if she continued the pregnancy to term, including her ability to have more children in the future. So she did actually go and uh you know have an abortion (laughs) kill the baby and i get that it was diagnosed with some fatal diagnosis about the fetus in the lady but then i read a story that uh under as a story that happened in india and it was weird okay so this baby is born with two heads now If this baby had been here, it would have been diagnosed with a fatal diagnosis, right? Yes. So when it was born in India, now this story comes from 1783. Okay, so I know that we have technology now that we obviously didn't have then. But the story goes that when the baby was born and had two functioning heads, the midwife was so freaked out it threw it into the fire. Now... (laughs) Ah! Let's throw the whole thing in the fire. Now they saved him. They saved him with just some minor burns, according to the story. Okay. Now it said that uh, one head was light sensitive and had poor vision, and still they shared the same pain sensation. Okay. So, and the heads operated independently. One could sleep while the other was awake or cry while the other smiled. Wow. Uh, so. The condition is Cranopagus parasiticus. C-R-A-N-I-O-P-A-G-U-S-P-A-R-A-S-I-T-I-C-U-S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Craniopagus parasiticus. That's pretty close to what I said. Anyway, uh, it, uh, it's a rare occurrence in about two in every five million children. So post-mortem examination of the boy showed that each head had its own brain and blood, and blood supply. He was otherwise healthy during his short life because he died when he was four years old. Now the boy's skull is on display at this museum in London. <laughs> Oh, look at that. That's the kid with two heads. Uh, Apparently, uh, seeing a chance for profit, the parents took the boy to Calcutta, where people paid to see his unique condition. Yeah, he did. Look, come and see my two-headed kid. Pay me money. And so he provided a purpose for the family. All life provides a purpose. Now, some would say that. Obviously, Miss Cox from Texas would not say that. Uh, She did not see that at all the sad thing is okay so the mom she's got a kid she's got the two-headed baby that she's charging people to see okay and uh 
And they, and they took the kid to Calcutta and they were making money. So apparently, at the age of four, I don't know how much money they'd made, uh, the mom uh, went to fetch water and the kid uh, got bit by a cobra and died. So should have i guess they didn't make enough money to have a due person to go fetch water and that was the end of the two-headed baby in calcutta my point is all life has meaning even if you were born with craniopagus parasiticus i know many of you may say hey uh what kind of life is that to be uh, you know dragged around by your parents and charging people to come and look at you i know but that's not for me to decide all right so i'm going through uh trying to throw some stuff out here at the house i know big surprise and i found an old birthday card <laughs> i don't know how old it is because on the back of this it's a hallmark card for three dollars and 99 cents usa five dollars and 49 cents in canada this card has got to be at least 20 dollars in today's world all right so this is an old card <laughs> but it's a test your redneck vocabulary and i love you know the redneck if you've watched uh ozark you know there's a great there's a great scene about rednecks and hillbillies in in that show and uh, the one had uh, both the second in command of the cartel calls uh, the people from the Ozark rednecks and then she kills them. You know, one thing about Mexicans, they, they'll send more. Anyway, uh, you can't be calling, don't be calling them rednecks, okay? They're hillbillies. But this card, test your redneck vocabulary. See if you can use these words in a sentence. And it's got, uh, it's got a little, uh, little wheel that you turn and it comes up with words and a sentence for these words in the birthday card. And the first word that comes up is rat. The sentence is go down the road and make a rat turn at the bait shop. <laughs> uh, let's turn the wheel. All a W L. I need to go get a quart of all for my outboard motor. <laughs> we're, we're testing our redneck vocabulary now. Far, F-A-R, uh, my still blew up and caught on far. <laughs> uh, the next word on the wheel is bass, B-A-S-S. That was the bass moonshine I ever had. <laughs> That's kind of sad, but I got that. Uh, cheer, cheer, C-H-E-E-R. Pappy sure does like sitting on his rocking cheer. <laughs> <laughs> next one on the wheel is ranch ranch r-a-n-c-h uh can you hand me that ranch from my toolbox <laughs> don't forget we're testing our redneck vocabulary here uh the word is did d-i-d there's a dead possum in the middle of the road <laughs> <laughs> so silly and uh let's see the next word and i think it's the last word barred i don't know how big this wheel is barred b-a-r-d uh i barred that el camino from my cousin jimmy <laughs> yes that's the last one of the wheel uh barred was the last uh, the last uh, redneck vocabulary word on the wheel i barred that el camino from my cousin jimmy and then we're right back at rat because you want to go down the road and make a rat turn at the bait shop 
and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.